Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, providing more than 41,000 jobs in the production of wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details at ChooseWood.com. It's Thursday, December 16th. This is The Gateway. I'm Wayne Pratt. Black families are leaving St. Louis by the thousands for a better quality of life. Researchers say the trend could change the makeup of the city. How you can say you're a major city if one of your largest populations is is leaving. St. Louis Public Radio's Andrea Henderson spoke with black people in the region about why they left the city, and we'll have that story in just a few minutes. St. Louis County's Department of Public Health says COVID-19 cases are rising sharply in schools. As St. Louis Public Radio's Kate Grumke reports, the spike comes about a week after St. Louis County lifted its mask mandate. COVID-19 cases are rising for both students and staff in St. Louis County schools, according to a new analysis from the Department of Public Health. The department collects COVID-19 information from schools each week. This latest data showed the highest number of cases among school staff this school year, and it showed the second highest number of cases among students. That's all according to data ending the week of December 4th. In that same time period, there were 550 pediatric cases of COVID, which is the highest number of cases since November 2020. The Department of Health says this data are almost certainly an underestimate because schools self-report the numbers. I'm Kate Grumke, St. Louis Public Radio. At least one school district is firing back after Missouri's attorney general threatened to sue districts that refuse to drop mask mandates. Eric Schmidt took that step after a Cole County Circuit Court judge ruled public health departments do not have the authority to put such orders in place. But Joe Hatley, an attorney hired by the Lee's Summit School District, is defending the safety precautions. He calls attacks against the board's legal authority, quote, baseless. I think the feeling was that his letter encroached on the authority of the Board of Education, which is a locally elected body. Uh, to make its own decisions and to to follow the law, which state law allows it to do. It's allowed to run its own affairs free from interference by the attorney general. Hatley made those comments yesterday on St. Louis on the Air. The owner of the St. Louis Post-Dispatch is being sued by a hedge fund known for gutting newsrooms. As St. Louis Public Radio's Corinne Ruff reports, the legal action comes after Lee Enterprises fought off a hostile takeover by hedge fund Alden Global Capital. Alden claims Lee improperly rejected its offer, breaching its own bylaws. Journalists at the Post-Dispatch say their guard remains up, even though Lee declined Alden's initial offer. Jeff Gordon is a sports columnist with the Post and the president of the paper's union, United Media Guild. As they wait to see what happens next, Gordon is urging people to support local journalism. Because there are those who don't want it, who want it to go away, because it's inconvenient. Journalism can be inconvenient. You can point out facts. You can hold people accountable. You can explain how things really are versus how people pretend they are. It's critical stuff, and it's in danger. Gordon says the union recently passed a contract that provides some protection going forward. I'm Corinne Ruff, St. Louis Public Radio. St. Louis attorneys and activists say judges in the city are denying defendants bond more often to keep them in jail before they have their day in court. Court rules limit the use of cash bail to detain people pretrial, but attorneys say judges are denying bond or issuing no bond allowed. Arch City Defenders Executive Director Blake Strode says denying bond and issuing high cash bail have the same effect. It really makes 
makes no difference whether their bond set at a million dollars or a hundred thousand dollars or thirty thousand dollars that they don't have or no bond allowed. It's still holding people free trial, people that are legally innocent, people who haven't ha- had their day in court. The St. Louis District Defender says the rules mean judges should operate under the presumption that a person be released unless a prosecutor proves otherwise. Damage from last week's tornado in St. Charles County is estimated at roughly $3.5 million. County officials say 26 structures were destroyed, 20 had major damage, several others had lesser damage. Two St. Charles County residents were treated for injuries, one person died. The National Weather Service says that tornado was an EF3 with winds between 136 and 165 miles per hour. Black St. Louisans are moving out of the city in droves. The 2020 census shows more than 27,000 black residents left in the past decade. Some moved for better schools, increased safety, and quality of life. St. Louis Public Radio's Andrea Henderson reports. Fred Jamison is a St. Louis native who grew up in Memphis. After college, he moved back to the St. Louis region for work and to be close to family. Jamison and his family lived in the Walnut Park area of St. Louis for about 10 years. But in 2019, he decided to move to St. Charles County. The constant gunshots in his North St. Louis neighborhood convinced him that he could not stay. The closer I got to moving is the closer I thought that I wasn't going to make it up out of there. And our street was good, but you still heard gunshots every night. A lot of other African-American families are making the move. According to the 2020 census, tens of thousands have left St. Louis over the past decade for other parts of the region or for other states. Today, many are leaving St. Louis for various reasons. Jameson also moved because he wanted a shorter commute from his home to General Motors in Wentzville. He's worked there for 21 years and is the president of Union Local 2250. Ness Sandoval, a demographer at St. Louis University, says the mass exodus of Black families is striking and says city officials should be worried. How you can say you're a major city if one of your largest populations is leaving. Sandoval says if Black people keep leaving in large numbers, that will change the makeup of the city. The most recent census results show that nearly 43 percent of the city's residents are Black. If these trends continue over the next decade, it is possible that whites will be the majority in the city. Some Black residents are leaving for other states. Rashonda Alexander used to live in St. Louis as a child. Her family moved to St. Peter's in the 1980s for better schools and a larger, more affordable home. She moved from a predominantly white neighborhood in St. Peter's back to the city around 2006. She says she wanted her kids to interact with diverse groups of children. In 2020, Alexander moved her family from the West End neighborhood in North St. Louis to the Central West End area. Like Jameson, she wanted her children to be safe and free from nightly echoes of gunshots. But this past August, the 42-year-old mother of two decided to leave St. Louis altogether. Now, Alexander lives in the fast-growing Houston suburb of Katy. The opportunities in Houston are so plentiful. The cost of living is comparable, but you get more house for your dollar. And then I chose this suburb because it's the number one school district in Houston. Education is priority for many Black parents in St. Louis. 
Kelvin Adams, the superintendent of St. Louis Public Schools, says when middle-class Black families leave the city, it affects the entire school system because they're no longer advocating for students. I think it just really impacts the entire region in a negative way uh, because you don't have those advocates, you don't have those persons making statements for what needs to happen across the board. Adams says the departure of Black families also hurts enrollment. It forced the district to close six schools in North St. Louis this year. He says many Black parents whose children are still in the district are dealing with other issues, including housing and crime, and their jobs don't allow them to deeply engage in their children's education. The St. Louis Development Corporation is coming up with a plan to help those parents. Neil Richardson, the corporation's executive director, says to keep Black families in the city and attract new ones, St. Louis must create higher-paying jobs. We have to be able to decrease the vacancy, increase home ownership. We also have to have equitable development principles that invest and use tools that actually attract investment. Black residents who left St. Louis say that's what the city needs to keep others there. I'm Andrea Henderson, St. Louis Public Radio. Our David Casares edited that report. Shula Newman is the executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio, a listener-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt. This has been The Gateway. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to conservation and careful management of the state's forests to make them more resilient and better habitats for wildlife. Choosewood.com.